Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Thank you for joining me this morning. This is Sherelle Perkins. This is When Women Interconnecting Network Prayer Line. We look forward every morning to be a blessing to you. What are new? We've not been online for a while now. We used to be online every day. But often God calls us to a season of transition, and we try to hold on to old things. But God is wanting to do something new. So after a sabbatical, God said it's time to get back online. But he's given me a slightly different format. We're going to spend the first 15 minutes or so talking about prayer strategies. Then we're going to pray. And if you have joined us on the chat line and you want to give us a prayer request, Please feel free to do that, and we will be glad to pray. Save time, the last 15 minutes, to pray for personal prayer requests. This morning, we're simply going to begin with the idea of prevailing prayer. Quite often when we're going through a stressful situation, That's when we decide to talk to God. But God loves us so much. His ears are attentive to hear us. He cares about every aspect of our life. There is nothing too personal. There's nothing too dark or too deep that God is not open to hear from us regarding We can do a lot of things. We can go to church services. We can dance. We can shout. We can do a lot of things. But if we don't engage the power of prayer, we will not see the benefits of a prayer life. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. Often in the middle of everything going on, Jesus disappeared. He disappeared from the crowd. He crossed over in a boat, separating himself even from his disciples. 
so that he could spend time alone with daddy. I know these last few months I have been busy, hopping up, doing so many things. And it's not that I don't love God or that I love the situation that I'm dealing with more. I think it's natural to be attentive to the things that are around us. But God has called us to a higher place, not just to be responsible for the things around us, but to be responsible to a higher call. And that is to the plan and purposes of God. We often prioritize based on our emotion and not on what God would have us to do in any given day. Prayer sets the stage for that. When we pray prevailing prayers, like Moses prayed on behalf of Israel, we can shift not just a circumstance, but we can shift the atmosphere in our home, community, city, state, government, the world. You said, Sherelle, I'm not a Moses. That's not my assignment. And that may be true. But often, God will call us to come alongside of him, to co-labor with him, to shift a situation that is bigger than we are. When we spend time with God, God will always show us not just the next level, but he will show us exactly who we are, what we are, and what his plans for our life will be. And who knows, you may be a Moses, but you haven't spent the time necessary to develop the revelation of who you are, whose you are, and what your assignment might be in the earth realm. There are times that we internalize our fears. We make a lot of assumptions about how things are going to be. I'm currently looking at a mother that's aging and a couple of aunts that's aging, and I have to remind myself that what I see 
is not necessarily God's final word on the subject. I can't operate based on my fears, but faith. I can't operate based on what I see or what God says. Prevailing prayer helps us to combat those daily things that come to rob us of our faith. Spending time with God in prayer consistently, hearts open and attuned to hear from him. Hearts that are constantly communing with God. To hear his heart and to share with him daily what's going on in our life will benefit and produce great fruit. And it prepares us for those daily encounters for what may come across our path. Often we're caught off guard because we have not engaged in a dialogue with God to set the stage for our day. And so as things begin to happen, we are completely off guard with what God is doing in our life and our assignment to him. So this morning we are going to spend time interceding, I always begin with personal confessions of faith. I believe it's very important that we recognize who we are and whose we are. That helps set the stage and helps put the relationship in proper perspective. We're not some worm or some vile thing that does not have a right to come before God. In fact, we are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Father God is all the while at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God invites us to have this dialogue with him. So the first thing we do is activate our faith. And yes, it may seem repetitive, but faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when we are consistent 
even in what we pray, what we will begin to have happen is faith to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and we thank you this morning. We thank you for the dialogue that we've begun today regarding prevailing prayer and the examples that we see in Scripture of Moses, Hezekiah, Jesus, great men of faith, and even our Messiah who prayed continuously to you who lives a life of prayer. Father, we thank you so much that you've given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. We decree, Jesus, that you're Lord over our spirit, our soul, and our body. You have made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, you are our shepherd. We do not want. You supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We do not fret or have anxiety about anything. We do not have a care. We are the body of Christ. We are redeemed from the curse because you, Jesus, bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases in your own body. By your stripes, we are healed. We have the mind of Christ. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of your heart. We are believers and not doubters. We hold fast to our confession of faith. We decide to walk by faith and practice faith. Our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus is the author and the developer of our faith. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and his love abides in us richly. We keep ourselves in the kingdom of light, in love and the word, and the wicked one touches us not. We tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. We take our shield of faith, and we quench his every fiery dart. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We thank you, Father God, we are delivered from this present evil world, that we are seated in heavenly places with you. We reside in the kingdom of your dear Son. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. We will not fear, Father God, for you have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. God, you are on our side. We hear your voice. And the voice of a stranger we will not follow. We roll our works upon you, Lord. We commit and trust them wholly to you. You will cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will, and so shall our plans be established and succeed. We are world overcomers because we are born of God. We represent the Father and Jesus well. We are useful members in the body of Christ. We are your workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Our Father God is all the while at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. 
Father God, today, today we choose to let the word dwell in us richly. Lord God, we thank you that we can come into that place, into intimacy with you. That we can prevail in prayer. Prayer that overcomes the works of darkness. Prayers that overcome even the elements, Father God. Prayer that changes the length of days. Prayer that changes the world conditions. Prayer that will prepare us for no matter what the enemy would try, that we would be on ready. That no matter what major decisions come our way, we have your mind, we have your thought. Lord God, you said greater works will we do than even Christ did. He walked on water, he calmed the storm, he healed the masses. But it all began in a place of prayer. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you that every person that hears this, that the fire of intercession would begin to burn in their heart. And the fire of communion with you would begin to permeate their souls. And, Father God, there would be a fire lit for prevailing prayer that would position them to shift the atmosphere of their lives, their homes, their jobs, their community, their city, their state, their nation, the world. For, Father, who knows, under the sound of my voice, maybe a Moses, a Hezekiah, a mother, a government official, a teacher, an educator, a clerk at a store that interacts with people every day. For Father God, it is not the title and the position. It is that we are positioned according to your plan and according to your purpose. For Father, your word says that you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything that we need in this life, it is ours. But, Lord, we often miss the mark. Because we don't get our marching orders from you. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, that this morning, 
that you would birth in us a passion to co-labor with you. That we would be those that would say, I only do what I see my father do. That our steps are truly ordered by you, Father. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice in it. Father, I thank you that you're giving us rejoicing and gladness is our portion, Lord. We extol you in the highest. There is no God beside you. You're God of heaven and you're God of earth. You are a mighty God. We thank you and we praise you, Father God, that your glory is being revealed in this hour. And we want to make sure that our lives are in line with your plan, with your purpose for us, Father God. So we open our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church this morning in our personal lives, Father. Father God, we are armed and prepared for battle. We thank you, Father, that we live in Christ. In him we live, move, and have our being. We thank you that we have your mind, Father. We have the mind of Christ. We have on the helmet of salvation. We have right standing with you. We have our loins girded in truth. We thank you, Father God, that our feet are shed in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Everywhere we go, Father, we take the word of God with us. Even as we walk about our homes, doing those daily tasks, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for our shield of faith that protects us from the fiery darts of the wicked one. Father, we have faith in you, for you have proven yourself faithful over and over again. You have proven yourself faithful as we listen and as we open our heart to the word of God. You teach us over and over again of your faithfulness to your children. And, Lord, we look at our lives and we see your hand of protection on it, Lord. And we thank you for your faithfulness, Father. We thank you for the word of God which is in our hands, Lord. We thank you that it cuts and divides soul from spirit, that we would hear clearly your voice, Lord, and receive the illumination of your word, your revelation, that we would not be soul men. <laughs> where the soul dominates and the spirit of God is quenched. Father God, I thank you and I praise you that the candle of the Lord, 
Your light burns bright in our bellies, Father. And it illuminates our path this morning. Lord, we praise you and we thank you that hell has been shaken out of its position this morning because we got up and decided that we would pray. So every diabolical scheme of the enemy to sabotage our destiny, we decree and we declare that it is broken in the name of Jesus. The plot of our enemy has been spoiled. We thank you that we are conquerors, Father. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance, and we're pressing toward the mark of your high calling. We will not back up, Father God, for we are on the offensive. The gates of hell will not prevail against us, against your church, your people that are called by your name. We thank you, Father God, that we come out of agreement with every idolatrous lifestyle pattern, Father. Lord, some of us unknowingly have placed positioned people, power, in a place in our heart where only you belong. Some of us have put our children, our husbands, in places where only you belong. Our parents in a place where only you belong. Father God, we thank you that we will have no other gods before you. We thank you, Father God, to make us a watchman on the wall, to guard against any worthless spirit that would lead us astray or impact those that we love. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you would deliver us from any demonic spirit, any person, any situation in our life that would lead us into a place of false worship. Some of us worship the pain in our body to the point that we are no longer thankful or grateful. Father, you said in all things to give thanks. Some of us worship financial lack because we give it all of our attention. When you have called us into prosperity, Some of us have partnered with poverty. 
because we have given it our full attention. Father, help us change our perspective. Father God, we thank you that your promises are yes and amen. And Father God, instead of focusing on the problem, we focus our attention not just on your promises, but the promise keeper. Father God, we praise you and we thank you that we will not worship false idols. Father, some of us have put our position in a place of worship where we give it our first fruit, our first attention, our and it becomes the center of our life. All our decisions are based on the job, the work, the church, the children, the spouse. And we don't recognize that we worship our work instead of our work becomes our worship. Help us, Father, to worship you in everything we do. Father, as we come before you today, show us those ways in which our work has become our idol. Those things in our life we put on the throne of our Instead of worshiping our work or the works that we do, whether it be parenting, whether it be a spouse, whether it be a pastor, whether it be a church member, whether it be our education, whether it be our jobs, Father, let everything we do be worship unto you. And Father, I'm hearing the only way that it can be worship to you is that it is that we do what we see you do. That we come out of agreement with false worship, and we come into agreement with you, Father God. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Father, to show us areas where we are addicted whether it be to food, people, any situation in our life. Show us, Father God, are we addicted to certain people? 
We thank you, Father God. Help us to recognize all addictive bondages and to avoid anything that would draw us into bondage again. For, Father, we thank you, Lord, for freedom's sake. You have set us free. So we thank you, Father, for the freedom and the liberty to do that which is pleasing in your eyes. Father, we desire never to be apathetic toward you. That we will be vigilant in prayer. That we would co-labor with you in prayer so that your glory can be seen in our lives, Lord. So we lay aside every sin, every weight that does so easily be set up. That we might run the race For you are the author and finisher of our faith. In view of all the mercies, your mercies, Father, we make a decisive decision to dedicate our bodies, presenting all our members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to you, God, which is our reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. According to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Father God is not in our own strength, for it is you, Lord, who is all the while effectually at work in us, energizing and creating in us the power and the desire desire both to will and work for your good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. Father, we will not draw back in fear, for then your soul will have no delight or pleasure in us. Father God, we recognize that we were bought with a price, purchased with a preciousness, and paid for, made your very own. Father, we honor you and bring glory to you in our body. Father, we called upon you in the day of trouble. You delivered us and you honored. And we shall honor and glorify you in all the works of our hands, Father. We present to you, Father, all our cares, all our concerns. You said to cast your cares on you, for you care for us. You said in your word to be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, make your request known. Father, we rejoice because you have delivered us, drawn us to yourself out of the control and the dominion of darkness, Lord. And that you have transferred us into the kingdom of your dear son. Father God, we praise you. We glorify you, Lord God. With our whole heart, Father. Father, we decree that our heart is not fragmented. 
We give you our whole heart, Father. Even those places in our heart that we have tucked away, secret things. Lord, we give those to you today. And we ask you, Father God, that you would pierce every darkness in our hearts, Lord. And that it would be like a your love, your light would be like a laser beam. That you would do surgery on those places in our hearts. Some of even secret to ourselves. We don't even know what's there, Lord. It's been tucked away so long. And Lord, there are some that are listening to me. Our prayer this morning. There are places in their heart that was broken even while they were children. Some things they're not even conscious of anymore. But every day, that dark place permeates their life and all of their relationships. Father God, only you can heal. Only you can go into those dark places. And pierce them with your love. Break up the stony places in our heart. Areas of self-protection, self-righteousness, unforgiveness, fear, doubt, and unbelief. And with our whole heart will we glorify your name. For we are your servants. We thank you, Father, as we go about our day. We are free to develop the talents which you have given us. For we desire that when we leave this earth to hear your voice that says, Good and faithful, you honorable, admirable servant. So today, Lord, give us opportunities and show us how to use our faculties, talents, and qualities based on the grace that you have given us to bring glory and honor to your name. Father, we choose to let our light so shine before men that they may see our moral excellence and our praiseworthy and good deeds and recognize and honor and praise and glorify you, Father, who is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that our lives lovingly express your truth in all things. We speak truly, deal truly, live truly. Whatever we do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, we do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. And independence 
upon you. His person, his presence, giving thanks to you always. So whatever our task is, Lord, we work at it heartily. We work at it knowing that it brings you honor when we do a job well done. Father God, as we enter the session of lifting up those around us, I want to pray specifically for a few people. I will not call their name. But Lord God, I lift up the sister in the Lord that's struggling in her body, that's asked for prayer, that goes through bouts of water retention, congestive heart failure, and anyone that is on this line that struggles in this particular area, Father God, we lift them up in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father God, you said healing is the children's bread. We ask you, Father, to heal them. We ask you, Father, to touch their heart. We ask for a recreative miracle in their bodies, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. You sent your word and you healed us, Lord. So there is nothing too difficult for you. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for doctors. But there is a truth greater than anyone that's practicing medicine. Our doctors practice medicine, but you are the healer. So we thank you, Father, for recreative hearts. We thank you, Father, they that wait upon you shall be of good courage, and you shall strengthen their hearts. We thank you, Father God, that Jesus is our strength and our seal, and our hearts trust in you. We are helped, therefore our heart greatly rejoices. Father, we are courageous. You will strengthen our heart and you will give us hope. Father, when our flesh and our heart fail, you give us strength of heart. For you are our portion. Father God, you said a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bone. Father God, we praise you and we thank you to heal every heart condition. Heal the root causes of the stress. that may have led to the heart condition, Father. 
Many of us have lived in very stressful situations. We've not cared for our bodies. We've not taken care of our temple. And we find ourselves in middle age, struggling, some even younger than that, struggling with damage that we've done to our physical body. The world would have us think that we have to accept certain conditions because we're getting older. But, Father, I find no place in the word that tells me I'm not to believe for healing and to accept whatever my body chooses to do. So, Father God, we come out of agreement with the deception that we have to settle for broken bodies, broken hearts, For, Father God, we have been recreated in Christ Jesus, and it is your heart's desire that we prosper and that we are healed. So, Lord God, I pray for my sisters and my brothers that are struggling in their bodies. I pray specifically for people that are in the middle stages of their life. I pray that you would strengthen them, Father, to make the changes that are necessary. That they would come out of agreement to food addictions. And they would come out of agreement with addictive behaviors. Father God, you created food to be health to our body. But many of us are slaves to what we like, what tastes good. Father God, we come out of the addictive behavior of trying to satisfy our soul with fleshly cravings of sugar, creamy, rich food filled with butter, oils and greases that may taste good to us but are not good for us. Father God, we come out of agreement with all compulsive eating behaviors that we've developed over the years to satisfy broken places in our heart. Father, many of us have not seen the heart, the connection between addictive behaviors and heart disease. And Father God, there are those that are angry because they find themselves stricken by heart disease. And some are even blaming you, God, why am I in this situation? Why is this going on in my body? But they refuse to make the changes that are necessary. And they don't realize you didn't do it. 
The decisions that they have made has brought them to this place. So, Father God, we take ownership of what we have done in our desire to be Lord over our own body. Father God, we ask for forgiveness this morning. And we ask for recreative miracles. Touch tissue, tendons, muscle. Drive out all infection, Father, and inflammation out of our bodies in the name of Jesus. Refire our metabolism. Everywhere, Father God, that we are out of balance hormonally, bring it into balance. There is nothing in Scripture that says, as a woman or a man enters middle age, that they have to accept hormonal changes. Father God, touch every part of our body from the top of our head to the tip of our toes. Recreative miracles in our internal organs, liver, pancreas, in our womb, in our private parts. Drive out all cancer, all cancerous cells. And, Father, the things that have eaten at us throughout our lifetime, Father, we give you those things as well. And, Father, there is nothing that will have dominion over us. We give you full authority over our bodies, over our minds. Restore, Father God our mental faculties, in the name of Jesus. Everywhere there may be polyps in our bodies, we ask you, Father, to heal them and dry them up in the name of Jesus. Father, any early signs of dementia, Father, keep our minds. Our minds have stayed on Jesus. Father, nowhere in the Bible does it say that as we get older, we lose our mental faculties. Father, we're not of this world. So, Father, we curse dementia at its roots. And we thank you for recreative miracles in our brains. We thank you for rewiring and reconnecting brain patterns and thoughts. Father God, the word tells me that Moses was 120, climbed the mountain and stood on top of the mountain, and you came for him, Father. He still had strength. Caleb and Joshua 
they were 80 years old before they even began to do what you've called them to do. Father, we claim longevity, but we also claim vitality. Sarah and Abraham were 100 years old, and they produced a family. Father God, we thank you that all sexual dysfunction that people accept because they're middle-aged, we rebuke in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you and we thank you that marriage and union and union in marriage, (laughs) rather, is your idea. So we thank you, Father, to preserve it in marriage. We thank you, Father, for vitality and longevity. And Lord God, we praise you and we thank you. So for all of those that are in my heart and those that may be listening, that are aging and be, and look at the world and say, okay, this is what I expect. Father, we choose to look to the word to determine our expectation. Father God, one last thing I lift up to you, and that is, Father, the season of witty ideas and creativity. Many of us are in new seasons, Father. And we're looking to know what it is that you would have us do so that our worship would be pure. The work that we do would truly be worship, truly would honor you, truly would glorify you. That would bring deliverance to all those that are impacted by it. I lift up one friend who is in the process of developing a business plan, and there may be others that are in that process as well. I thank you that they hear your voice, God, and they will not look at their limitations, look at their past, think about past failures. But, Lord God, I thank you to give them fresh vision to bring laborers across their path to continuously refire them up, Lord, for what you've called them to. We thank you for the restaurants, the stores. We thank you, Father, for creative ideas. We thank you for the arts, the performing arts. We thank you for the artists. We thank you for the business people. And, Father, we thank you for the interconnection of businesses, business people, that we will begin to interconnect and use one another to build and to develop all that you have created us to do. 
We thank you and we praise you, Father God, for momentum in the business arena, Father, that prosperity is our portion. We thank you for kingdom finances, those that you have called to prosper in such a way that they can finance the building of the kingdom of God. So we give you praise and we give you honor, Father, for all that you're doing in our life. And finally, we lift up our president. We lift up our government, local, state, national government. And we thank you, Father, that we live peaceably in this land and in this country, that we are free to meet and gather together. We thank you to preserve those rights in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, that you would give all of those that you have given authority over us wisdom and how to govern your people and how to establish righteousness in the land. So we give you honor and praise, and we ask for their protection. We ask for the protection over Barack Obama and his family. Even his extended family, I'm hearing, even his father's people, Lord, we ask you, Father God, that you would protect everything that concerns him and concerns his family And, Father, there are those that may be around him that have another agenda. Every betrayer, every traitor, we ask that they be exposed, and we ask that they any plots of the enemy would be shut down in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in this country that we call the United States of America. Let us truly be united. Not honor any God, but let us be united under you, Father. For you are the only God that is trustworthy. You are the only God that is faithful. So you are the God of our trust, and we declare it so. Father, you saw fit to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because there was no righteousness in the land. But, Lord, here we are. We ask you to preserve our country and destroy the spirit of the Solomites. Those demonic spirits that have been released over this country to draw men and women and children into sexual perversion, adultery, fornication, and all manner of evil. 
Father God, there are furries and witches and warlocks. Lord, we ask protection over the body of Christ against all hexes, vexes, and all repercussions of the adversary. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, to continue to strengthen your body, the church. Draw them into places of power and position. We thank you for men and women of integrity running our corporations and major organizations. We ask that ruthless, diabolical leadership be toppled and replaced with men and women of your choosing that have your heart, that will honor you, and that will honor your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining me this morning for Win Community Prayer Line. We will be here every day. Monday through Friday, lifting up Christ, teaching different aspects of prayer. This week we will be talking about prevailing prayer. So join us tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. God bless. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.